This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, the Bachelorette is back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are talking to everyone's favorite magician, Roby. <laughs> we are very excited to talk to Roby, but before we get into all that, we got to do our hot takes. You know how we do, Mike. What you got, brother? Uh, I want you to go first this week. Let's see it. All right, my man. So here's the deal. Uh, of course, it was... The first episode of the season, and you know what that's all about. It's all about the limo entrances. So we're going to go over our top five best and worst limo entrances. All right, so I'll start first. My... I'll start, let's start with the bad first. Uh, Yeah, let's do do both five bad and five. Yeah, let's do five bad first. Okay. I mean, this guy, John, mixed up their names. I don't know if that was on purpose. Uh, it bet not. Yes, it was memorable. I guess if you look at it that way. But at the same time, bro, you're already you're already in the hole there. It Um, have been on purpose. If it was on purpose, I would never admit that. That's going to the grave. Seriously, Um, (laughs) I I really didn't like all the Clayton slander. I feel like anyone who used Clayton's name in their limo entrance, I thought that was whack. I don't know. I thought they could have been more creative than that. I don't know. That's just me. Agree there. I think that I, I did like the one with the choir though. The choir was that was smooth. That was smooth. He's actually Alex, on my list. He's separate on my list. Check okay, this yeah, out. The, the choir was good. I the love kids, the choir. Those yeah, kids, kids were on yeah. point. But I feel like the guy when he got out of the limo, like he didn't match the energy. Like I expected more from the guy. I thought he was kind of like a dud. But the kids were on point. Does that make sense? No, definitely. So, but you know about that, I was thinking like, damn, if I'm Clayton. I'm like, damn, am I really that bad of a guy? He ain't that bad of a guy. He ain't I the mean, worst guy in the world. Listen, we all know what he did. He knows what he did. I think he's he's get he's gotten beaten up enough. No, right? he definitely has. I, I love though, and I, I I'm one for uh they wanted to say that. I think that was the wrong thing to do. I agree with you. But Susie and Clayton making that TikTok scene the choir song, that was adorable. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're good sports for sure. Um Quincy hasn't had sex in 1.5 years, called Bro. himself Prince. Was too it, soon. Quincy too from Miami? soon. Quincy's from Miami, bro. What's up with no, your Miami dude? I, listen, listen. I, let's it was not a talk dude about on Miami it. from uh, Katie season two. From, that, from Carl. Carl, Carl from Katie season. These Miami dudes ain't got no game. I thought Miami people had game. You're listen, the only man. one. You represent. And and dude should have a mouthpiece because he's a life coach. So I'm sure he can inspire and do all kinds of stuff with that. About but, that. I want to know his story because my first thought, I judge. I'm like, you 25 years old. You a life coach, homie? But then I was like, maybe he has an extremely compelling story. But then he said... Uh, intriguing, intru- whatever the word that he was like really trying to hit home as well with. He's it's no intentional, intentional, intentional. Was the worst. Yeah. 
I, I haven't had like, sex no. in one point five years. Ah, like you can just see it but all over Gabby say? and Rachel's faces. They were like, "Okay, TMI." <laughs> no, I love when Gabby was like, I, "Gabby," I, she said, uh, "Well, that makes one of us." <laughs> <laughs> no, Ga- Gabby is total comedic relief on the show for sure. And then the last one was Jason, who said that he loved three women. He like mentioned his mom, yeah, his sister, his, mom, his, and his, and his dog. dog. I don't know. That was yeah. kind of weird. I don't know yeah. if I would. I don't. I don't know if I would have gone that route. So those were my top worst five. What about you? The, the only okay. One, the twins. Yeah, like, twins. They, the, the twins, which is bad. They just that, completely. You want to talk about vanilla and mayonnaise? Like just, <laughs> and I'm sure they're great human beings. They, they look good looking guys, tall guys. I'm sure they're wonderful uh, human beings. But like, bruh, y'all are. Honestly, vanilla. I just don't think they match in that type of environment. I think it's it's tough for twins, especially when they're they do everything together. It's like they had no individuality. I think like, that's what it was. It was like they were coming to say, "Hey, this is why we're different." They were a package like, deal. Yeah, that's I just it's because of that. I'm glad you said that because it's because of that, not because of strictly them and their individual selves. Yeah. The only other person I would definitely have put in my top five worst. Who was the dude that, that came up in like the blue man suit? I don't understand that. I, oh, to this, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't that. understand that. Like, what was that? Listen, like, if, if there's if there's one the thing gimmick? I know. I don't understand the gimmick. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have no if idea. you're going to do a gimmick, at least let me understand. Like the guy, the two chicks, he's not in the top five worst because I understand the gimmick. He's talking to two chicks. He has two chicks. It was a terrible gimmick, but it wasn't yes. the top five worst. Correct. I, honestly, man, like if there's one thing you should know about this show before you go on, People in costumes don't usually go far. Like, I, I'm just going to put that out there. I did not know that, but I'm glad I do now. Like, yeah, like, just <laughs> if if you're going to dress in a costume, just know that you might go home a little earlier than expected. Okay. Now, I, I, Rodney. I remember Rodney from uh, last season, Michelle's season. He had okay. apple. So, yes. Rodney with the apple. That was that yes. was clutch. Side sidebar. Why hasn't Rodney got like an apple deal yet? Not like he can get a, like an apple deal with Apple Macintosh or apple deal with like Granny Smith apple. No. <laughs> Granny sidebar. Smith. Yeah. Sidebar. For sure. He definitely needs a deal. Definitely. <laughs> I right, look at his top five best. All right, my top five best. Uh, yes. Avon. Avon uh, is the yes. one that mentioned Gabby's grandpa and Rachel's was- dad. Right there, that just got him brownie points. I thought. You know. I have a thought to that though. What's up? I, I agree he was on my top five best for that same exact reason. But at the same exact time, isn't it kind of peculiar that you'd be doing all this history? I, yeah. it, it just makes me think like so doing a little reconnaissance. Mission yeah, it makes me think you're doing too much reconnaissance on me. Like I liked it. I thought he did great with it. But at the same time, it does, I, that thought crossed my mind. I mean, well. but listen, did he have to do too much reconnaissance? Because honestly, that just means he may have just watched the previous season. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got the names. I don't know. I just thought it was endearing, you know, kind of got him a little, couple of brownie points. I thought the Jordan H guy with the earmuffs, oh, you know, yeah, I, th- I, I thought that was unique. That was, I would say, I would put, uh, what do you call it, air quotes, cute. That was cute. Cute, yeah. That was cute, for sure. Uh, one that I thought was hilarious was the football coach. And it wasn't okay. so much him as the football coach. It was the music that they put in the background, like this inspiring music. I thought that was pretty funny. I actually laughed out loud. Uh, The meatball guy, the meatball sub. No, how is he? I don't get it. Listen, just- I don't get that one. Come on. I just give him points for difficulty. Like how the hell did he walk around with that thing? That was pretty impressive, getting out of that limo. I I give him the, it was impressive, but 
what he got 32 balls on there like i i don't understand it <laughs> i really course, i just don't get it i don't gabby He's gabby with the gabby with the ball jokes after that that was pretty dope yeah um and then uh let's see spencer you know just very gentleman like he brought the chairs out for them to sit on that i was, don't know I, I like that one when i when i think of best i just thought hey you know charming cute you know, made an impression. Nothing too See, over the top. Well, except meatball guy, but except meatball guy. I like Mario. I would have added him to that list. Mario, what did he do again? Mario was just—he was smooth. He was charismatic. He came out. Did like, he dance? Okay, the, yeah, he, he came out the one-two okay, step okay. with it. He was just smooth. I, I thought that was uh, really cool. Most people come out extremely nervous, myself included. He didn't come across as nervous. He may have been nervous. I don't know, but I like the way that he came out there and. He got a first impression, bro. So yeah, he did, he did something right. So I would have definitely added Mario to that list of uh, top five best for sure. Okay. And I mean, okay, I thought the idea was fantastic. I don't think the execution was. <laughs> My man that came out there uh, shirtless, with the long hair, looking like Fabio. <sighs> yeah, I think yeah. that he played Total it Fabio look like. But the thought was there. Hell yeah, how, wait, he played it wrong. How would you have played it? Well, first off, I'm. I'm I don't know. I just wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. But I think that Jacob, that's his name. It's like when someone has a really awesome fit, but the shoe's just whack. It's like, come on, you had it. Oh, and then you just messed it up right here. That's what Jacob did for me. And I, the thought was there. I really like the thought behind it. I mean, I, yeah. And he, no, and he came on the horse. I mean, it was, yeah, you know, it was, you know it was how cold that night gets. You know how cold that night gets towards the end of the season. Gabby <laughs> couldn't take her eyes off his nipples because they I'm were about to say, Gabby hard was as like, a rock. It was so hard. I, <laughs> I mean, it was distracting. I, was I get so it. I get it, Gabby. I get it. I will say, I was waiting. I, w- I mean, the opportunity there was perfect. And a part of me, I think I feel this way because of what your mother said. Uh, shout out to Miss <laughs> Olga. What's your mother? No, what Olga. She's going to get mad if I say Miss. Olga, she said, she knew that you were in love when you hugged Rachel and her both. Oh, somebody did do that. I remember that. I, I hope that. someone did that. I don't remember I, that. I think that that's well, what they he should hugged, have done. He hugged both of them, I believe. It wasn't like an individual hug to each, but that's yeah, not what well, you're talking I, about. No, I think that he should have, like, if he hugged both, I think that was smooth. Okay. Like, not a I hug, like, did trying to, like, not trying to bring you in because I'm bigger <laughs> than you, but, like, more like, hey, I don't know who to hug for, first because let's say you and I were the bachelors, right? Yeah. And is there a thought in one's mind that, like, okay, you hug this person first? I would hope not. I would think if you and I were, that wouldn't be the case, but. It could come like up. to do it like does a person like you better than me or vice versa yeah it, it, it could come up and then i, I just want to want that and that's what i would be thinking i would, i because i told you when I, we were on clickbait shout out to clickbait i personally first day i'm i don't know who i like first day right after the first day we might can see what the conversations go so i would just hug both of them at the same time Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I mean, I don't think it would have mattered who. It probably would have I, I mean, like, like we talked about on Clickbait, for me personally, I feel like I would be attracted to one and more than the other. So when you say that, what you are saying, Brian, is that you would have been attracted to one based upon their way that they look. No. I, so you would have watched, I watched the, season the previous prior. season. Yeah. Okay, I, I so know their watched, personality. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll I just that. feel like I didn't I, watch the previous season of Hannah. Ah, uh, okay. I just so feel like my like my vibe, my personality, I think we would get along more and I would just want to explore that relationship. Not that I wouldn't get to know the other one, but like if it didn't work out with the main one, I just don't know if I would go to the other one. I don't know. I don't know. That just that, I, no, that would see, just be me. We got we're gonna have to get into that outside of hot takes, but I agree with you there. Like, I just I would have to self-eliminate. Like if I went all in Correct. on one, I just yes. Like, it would I it, it let's is this a prediction that we're having? Will there be a lot of self-eliminations? Possibly. I mean, you I, you saw a lot of guys say, Hey, I'm here for you. You did. Right? I came here yeah. for you. So it's like, are those guys gonna flip now and go? If it you doesn't work flip, out, that's, that, that's exactly, the worst thing. You exactly, can you can't just be flipping out here. In these yeah, you can't. You can't, you can't be that. caught saying I'm here for you, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're here for somebody else at the end of the day. Because that's going to make both of them like get you send your ass home. You know, that, <laughs> that just don't. That's not good. That's seriously, not good at all. Seriously. All right, so, man. What you got? So for my hot take, man, I got to ask you: Do bachelor style dates work in the real world? And what I mean by that is this vulnerability from like within 15 minutes of knowing this individual i say no and because and i say no because i recently did this and i'm talking about myself and y'all know i'm real talking bad about myself i did this went on a date with a girl like date two i'm over here telling her everything right I remember <laughs> I was drunk and I was like, look, this is what I want out of life. This is what I want a wife. You know, okay? I went all in, right? She's like, check please. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she's like, check please, like check out, you know, <laughs> not check in. And so it has me thinking. And I was watching the very first episode within 15 minutes of knowing these ladies. Do these bachelor style dates work in real life? I say no. What about you? Uh, I mean, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, I want to disagree with you just to, <laughs> just to just, make it yeah. interesting. But... Yeah, I mean, unless you're like in a speed dating type situation, which those do exist. Like you sit at a round table, there's like 15 men, 15 women. You know what I mean? And I think and they I need all, that now. Huh? After going on this show, man, I think I need to go on a speed date. Like, like you seriously. literally sit down with the person for like five minutes. You talk it all out. And if you're interested, I don't know, maybe you exchange numbers. I don't really know how it works. I've never done it. I'm but in a normal setting, yeah, you're not going to talk about, you know, all those intricate subjects on night one it's just too much it's yes yeah, too much there was a guy and it's the reason i thought about this after watching last night it was gabby and one of the guys in their conversation was just so adorable it wasn't about nothing deep you they just want to see and i think this is a great first step see if our banter is on the same level yes that i feel like within the bachelor franchise overlooked at times not all the time but at times like that's a to me, that's just the equivalent as, can I go deep with you? Yeah, yeah. I need that, to know that, I have that banter with you. That's like the icebreaker, right? It yes. works for you to go deeper. I mean, I had that with Rachel. I mean, we were, you know, dapping each other and kind of going back and forth with each that's other. And vital. And, that's huge. It's underrated. It's an underrated thing that we don't talk about enough. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, in the real world, that's tough, man. 
I'm, I'm telling you, don't work. I did it, and I embarrassed myself. Like in retrospect, looking back, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking, Mike? So wait, so what was her reaction though? We were good. We we kept going on dates, but as, after the times, I was after you know we kept going. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm acting like <laughs> I, I was just I'm back on the show. <laughs> yeah, like I was talking shit about myself. I talk shit about other people. Best we all talk shit about myself, and it just I was like, Mike, what? I was like coaching myself. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like just. Talk shit with the girl. Just get to know the girl. You know what I mean? You ain't got to be like telling her your life story from oh, moment wait. one. Time out. I got to know more about this. Was she <laughs> as open with you or was she like, whoa, that's too much, Mike? I think she tried to be. But I feel that sometimes when you try to be respectful to someone and you just learn who they are or you're just starting to get to know who they are, you may not be as forthcoming with like, bro, you are wild. Like, calm all that down. You know, so she, she like opened the door a little bit, but she didn't give you everything. Yeah, she opened the door, and I, I, I agree with everything she did. Honestly, um, this I, this is on me of going yeah, wrong. Yeah. I feel she opened the door, but she was like, "Bro, like, homie, I ain't trying to go this deep with you right now. I'm just trying to see <laughs> can I like can I laugh at you? Can we watch you know Stranger Things? I don't know. Like, on a can we chill? Can we yeah. chill? And to me, I found that on The Bachelor. Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe not as much Bachelor in Paradise, but Bachelor, Bachelorette. It's more of, I only get 15 minutes with you. I'm going to tell you everything that's 15 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm going to steal you away from somebody else. And I'll get 15 <laughs> more minutes with you. I mean, what? how do you feel about this? Because I've always thought, and at least from my experience, like I feel like the amount of, emo the amount of emotional energy that you put forth on the show, it's like, it's the amount that you would give in like a six month relationship, right? Absolutely. You've been dating somebody for a, a way longer time than you're actually on the show. Like it might've been two months in time, but it's like, you're way deep into it, you know, by the end of it, as far as the emotional energy expended. I agree. Now with, with that being said, everyone's different, right? Yeah. I feel that especially after coming on this show, I could, I could match someone's energy. 100%. If you want to go faster, shit, that's really call me Usain Bolt. I'm right there. You know, you want to slow it down a bit? Cool. We can do cool runnings. You know, I don't know why I said that. Shout out to Cool Runnings, the Jamaica Shout out cool team. Right. I got Jamaica on my what head right now. a random reference that was. <laughs> Love it. But, um, but seriously, though, I, I find that in the real world, it's okay. It's, and I think it's best to start off with banter and then slowly work your way into deeper conversations. Because also someone may feel that if you're going this vulnerable with me off the back, is it, am I special or you just do this with everyone? Yeah. Well, here, here, let me ask you this. Does age matter in that situation? Like what if somebody that you're dating, you know, has had their life experiences, maybe they've Obviously, That's been in a serious bro. relationship, been married, been divorced or whatnot. Like, they kind of know point. what they want. So they want to be at your same level. And, like, they want to cut to the chase. That's a great right? point. This young lady was 25. I'm 34. And so I, she's still she's still she living life. She, she just has, wants to have fun. First off, record, I'm still living life. Right. <laughs> hey, judge, make sure that's, that's on the record. Uh, but, yeah, I get what you're saying completely. Okay. She's still having fun. She's doing her thing. As am I. But I'm, 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 I'm kind of serious. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much... Hey, let's get it going. Because now that I think back, I mean, when I confronted Rachel, I was like, I'm this. I'm here for this. Like, I want this. Like, I was. I did I, that, I, bro. That's what I did. I got drunk and did it. 
That's exactly <laughs> what I said. I was like, yo, this, 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 and this. This is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I'm looking for. So see, maybe maybe it depends on who you're telling it to, right? Rachel, professional, yes. 31. She was ready for what she wanted. You know, maybe there's a different reaction if she was a little older. Or or a little bit younger. I agree. Or a little bit but younger, at the yeah. same time, I hate utilizing age because no. everyone's experiences are so different. I, Correct. My first yeah. and only love, I was 24 and 25 right after, right? And it was, it was the thing. You know, I was ready oh. for it all. Some 24, 25-year-olds may not be ready. Yeah, it, it's just about experience, age, what they've been through. They say that issues are in tissues, right? Meaning that the issues that we have are, are deep within, embedded in our tissue, within okay. our body. And so therefore, never if, we heard that. if we haven't worked through it, then therefore we may not be ready for it. And yeah. so I think that depending on your, your experience within life and then also yeah. depending on have you grown through some things or have you not gone through some things? Absolutely. Yeah. Life experience is extremely important. I agree. Life experience, but I want to like life experience, but also have you forgiven some things and have yeah. you accepted some things like it's maturity, it's, 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 self-awareness, yeah, maturity, all, self-awareness all those things taking the place. But yeah. then at the same time, still, you just got to be able to have fun. I don't care if we both 48 and just got out of a relationship or a marriage, right? We have 18 year olds. Like, can I still banter with you? Can I still have yeah. fun with you? And I loved seeing that on the show. On this yeah. first episode, I'm trying to highlight with Gabby and Rachel both some of those dates that they went on, and it's weird calling them dates, but some of those dates that they the went on. The one-on-ones, the one-on-one time. To me, it's weird saying, oh, one-on-one time. Yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. say that. Because I, I think one-on-one is like one-on-one date. But yeah, 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 the one-on-one time, I love when they were just not going too deep. They were just trying to fill each other out. And to me, that was what it was all and about. And think about it. I mean, the two guys, it was a Tino and Mario. I mean, the guys that got the one-on-one rose, you know, they did something cute. They made them laugh. Like, it was very lighthearted. Yeah, lighthearted. But at the same time, they made a, a great impression. So, yeah, that's the yeah. way to do it, man. Talking about some great impressions, though. Today, we have Roby on. Can't wait to see Roby. I want to see, can he do a magic trick with us on Talking It Out right here, right now? But I want to ask him about that, that hot take as well. Let's talk it out with Roby. Let's do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Roby, to the show, man. How you doing today? Doing well. Thank you, Brian. I'm happy to be here. Hi, Mike. I'm just uh, doing well. A little bit hungover, but good. (laughs) (laughs) So it seems like you had a good night last night watching the premiere with your friends. I mean, a good night, a bad night. Depends how you qualify that. You know, it's like a large group of my friends all watching me get rejected on national TV. So that's That's how it goes. that's, That's fair. But Twitter loves you, man. How is that? Uh, to experience it's, that. It's, it's pretty nice. I don't. I'm personally not a Twitter user, but my my one of my good friends is, and he's like, "You got to see this. You got to see this. You got to see this." And so there was some even even uh, Caitlin Bristow posted on Twitter, "Justice for the Magic King." So hey, just for the Magic King. There you go, man. That legend. Listen, there have been stories of night one departures, you know, blowing up big. 
a la our our, our good friend over at uh, Clickbait Grocery Store Joe. So he's not. You never know, Joe man. Anymore. You never know. You never know. He's not Grocery Store Joe anymore. Roby, right. Roby. <laughs> night one guy is in a Maybelline commercial. It could be you. Seriously. <laughs> it could be you. All right, Roby. So before we get started, man, we want to actually get your thoughts on uh, our little segment that we call Hot Takes. And yes. Mike and I were discussing before you came on about if the bachelor type of speed dating where, you know, the vulnerability and the honesty is really up front and in your face early on. Do you feel like that could exist in the real world or you could do that in the real world? Well, two things. First of all, my experience on the show was I was on a date with two women instead of one, you know, and Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to really have a one-on-one with one woman. And so that was kind of just awkward from the get-go because it's like if I want to flirt with like one or the other, you can't really do that when you're in that conversation with both of them. So I haven't really had that full like, hey, I got five minutes by myself with you and I want to like see how it goes. It's a good point. Uh, that being said, that. speed dating does exist in the real world. And that that is a real thing. I mean, I see like ads for it sometimes online. And I know friends who have done that. And, you know, I know people who have fallen in love at first sight so and are married with kids. So, I mean, I think it's possible for sure. How was that with dating on your date with Rachel and Gabby? Was there one woman that you were kind of leaning towards more that you wanted to go to or just kind of trying to flip both of them out? I just I was just trying to figure them both out. You know, it's like you're there for like five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, and it's like. There are obviously very beautiful, charming women, um, both intelligent and kind women as well. But you don't know if the chemistry is there until it hits, right? And it just kind of takes a little bit of time, you know? If you're if you're by yourself, it's like one little extra lingering gaze, one little extra moment of je ne sais quoi is kind of what's important. Uh, I don't know. Was <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off. I just had a note. Give you your props. <laughs> oh well, I'm 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 half French, so I'm French. Side note: Speaking of, I seen the promos that they went to Europe. I'm like, really? And you're not going to keep the guy for French <laughs> like, passport? Damn it! You know? I missed out. <laughs> well, I mean, Roby, you've already been there. Let the other guys go. Some of them haven't even been. That's true. That's true. But like, I just you know, like I could have been ordering the food for everybody. Yeah, you know? he, he hasn't been there with Rachel and Gabby though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Very that's true. Very <laughs> okay, so you know, we have it that. You kind of it was a bit awkward and some of the other guys we heard talk about that as well like you don't know which one you kind of leaning towards per se um how do you feel now after watching the show it's finally aired you're with your friend you said how how does that feeling is um honestly i feel i feel like uh i gave i gave off a pretty solid impression it could have been better it could have been worse i think i i didn't come out as a douche, which is good because I know a lot of people leave that show looking like as <laughs> such. <laughs> I would definitely um, have told you if you're a douche, you're perfectly fine. Well, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I do wish, uh, honestly, just as a magician, uh, like, for example, the trick that I was doing for them inside the room, there is only actually the first half of that trick and the second half is really the important part. So I kind of wish that had existed. Wait, which one are you but, talking about? You're talking about the watch and the card or? No, the, the card, basically okay, the yeah. card trick that I do where I had, I forgot it was Rachel or Gabby, let's say it's Rachel. She chooses a card. I rub it on my pants. Now her card is, is blue instead of red. And then I place that card under a cup or a drink. And then I had the other girl choose a card. And then now her card is suddenly under the drink. 
that's the real moment. It's not just a little color change, which is, which is important. So, you know, like I have a, there's Roby dating Roby, but there's also like Roby professional magician. And I'm like finicky about the magic side of things. What do you mean by finicky about the magic side of things? It's just, you know, it's like, I mean, it's just, I care, you know, it's like, it's my love and it's my passion. It's what I do. So, you know, it's like, if I, if I do that, I just want that to be seen in the best way possible. And I just want, want the world, you know, if I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to share what I love. I really want to share it. You know, I completely understand that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Was there um talk about that magic trick? Was there a meaning behind it? Because I remember the watch came out, which was pretty dope. I liked it. I, I kind of am a little, little hater because I wish I could do magic. Right. <laughs> yeah. and I think it's always cool to see it. Tell me about the process of deciding on that magic trick and why that magic trick for Gabby and Rachel. So, again, I, uh, I know it's, you know, time. Time is everything on the show. Right. And mm -hmm. we're short on time. And I mean, pun intended, it is a trick with a watch, you know, so I just wanted to use the best the best kind of make the best of the short time I had there. And so I was like, you know, and honestly, again, like I am a magician. That's what I do, but I'm not there to do magic. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a meatball enthusiast is going to show his meatballs. You know, Adonis oh. is going to ride on his horse. I get that. But, you know, so I'm going to do my stuff, too. because That's who I am. But I'm actually really there more so to meet the girls and talk with the guys and just, you know, potentially find love and go on that journey. So I just didn't want to like linger on the magic for so much but it is a large part of me and i think it's important to show it, it you know it seems like the other guys because i remember there was a moment where like the guys were talking about the whole magic thing like if the act would dry up or whatnot i mean do you wish like you could have shown a, a, another side of you or like or did you just not have enough time i i'm just like well the, the one guy said speaking of the one guy said the hot take of uh you know like the gimmick of magic is going to last only so long and i'm like you're the guy who's been shirtless all day like how, how long is that gimmick <laughs> lasting you know hey i like that that's, that's very good true, very See, true i knew i like you Robbie. that's good <laughs> that's a great comeback like dude you're, you're shirtless what are you talking about that's, that's the great. thing like you're like literally like cringing by the fire because it's cold <laughs> I, I did see him curled up uh, uh, around the fire. That was pretty funny. Well, Robbie, this is about you. We want to get to know you. Can we go a step back? Let's go. Why did you even decide to go on the show? Uh, honestly, I was in a five and a half year relationship, uh, which ended like, say, a year and a half ago, uh, maybe or two years ago, somewhere around there. And I believe it or not, I was on a dating app. And uh, I was, I guess I was found through the dating app and I was contacted on Instagram um, by, by the team, by the casting team. And they're like, hey, are you interested in this? And I was like, you know, sounds interesting. Like, what, let's, let's go for that ride. It could be fun. I had actually, I had gone once on a date with a girl who uh, years and years ago who had been on The Bachelor and she had been super sweet. You got to drop the name, bro. You got to drop the name. Who is she? Uh, that, that was uh, Samantha Samantha Char. Um, uh, she was she was um, like way way back. Uh, I, I know I remember she came in in her show because I walked, we're going on the date. I like I watched her episodes of The Bachelor to like see who I was going on a date with because I think people are probably gonna do this to me now too. Um, but uh, yeah, Welcome she to come the out real with, world. Uh, she was like a pageant girl and come out with the pageant like sash and stuff. She was super sweet. And that being said. That being said, we did share um, a kiss that night, and she did give me the like run and jump. So even though I didn't oh, get she it, jumped into your arms. I got the run and jump, the official okay. like Bachelor Nation run and jump. So I did have it once with somebody in Bachelor Nation, and so at least I got that going. 
So you're just so scared me right now. Like now I'm gonna think, look, Roby, uh, we're not friends no more, man. Now every time I go on a date, I'm gonna be thinking, is this girl gonna one day say I went on a date from a guy from The Bachelor? You're so scared now. That's man. exactly oh. what's gonna happen. Mike Johnson terrifying. from The Bachelor. I'm terrified. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna say, but they're gonna say that, or they're gonna say another thing. You know, they're gonna say I went on a date with the magician. They're gonna go, yeah. hey, I went on yeah. a date with the tall guy. You know, whatever it is. So were you a fan before the show? Like, or were those the only episodes that you watched when you dated that girl back in the day? I had seen like a couple episodes of, of that one. And then I had seen like randomly um, when I was, when I had been in a relationship, I had been invited to watching parties of like random, mm -hmm. like not official watching parties, but just like, these are a bunch of girls having wine and like, come and join us. I'm like, okay. And so I, yeah. I'd seen that before. Uh, side note, this is important. I forgot to add this. I was not contacted for this season. I was originally contacted for Katie's season. Oh. Uh, so I was supposed to be on Katie's season. What happened there? Um, without going into too much of the details of it, uh, basically, uh, I, COVID happened, basically. And so I was not able to go because of COVID. Were you happier to go on this season than you would have been to go on Katie's season? Honestly... I, I feel like as it is, you know, maybe Katie and I, our personalities would have meshed better. I feel like we were closer in kind of the the type of interactions that we do and the kind of humor and our thoughts on the world from what I know. But Roby. honestly, I, I haven't met the ladies, so I, I can't say for sure. Roby, we might be able to uh, well, she's single. make magic happen. She is single now. <laughs> I mean, she is single. Let that, let's put that out in the universe. It's possible. He said it's possible. Fair enough. Uh, so... He said it's possible. San Diego's not that. so far away from Los Angeles, you know? What'd you say? I said San Diego's closer to Los Angeles than uh, than Florida. Couple hours. There hey, okay, so let's say this. Katie's listening. What do you say to her right now? Honestly, uh, I had randomly had a conversation with Sean on the phone through a friend of mine, and he was super lovely to me. So I, I don't want to say anything. I just I know that they're going through something, and I just I wish them the best. I think she's a beautiful, wonderful woman, but I think they both need to heal right now. The magic man with the T right I'm here. Trying to tell, well, how? What? What? Like, bro? How do you just randomly have a conversation with John? It's just randomly. He turns out to like be family friends with like one of my best friends, and they're like, "Hey, you should just you're doing his thing. Have a conversation with this guy." And he was nothing but sweet. So. So wait, did John give John you advice going friends. on the show? Uh, just a, a, a little bit, just just some poquito. Poquito. <laughs> what was the advice? What was the advice? Um, just be yourself. Be natural. Fair. It's Fair. whirlwind, you know. Like just like try to hold on. You're in a tornado. You don't know where it's going to take you, but you know, hopefully, you don't kill a witch in the process. Well, well, bro, I have. This was not what Brian nor I intended, but we, we I have to. You were trying to be respectful and sweet to John, which I, I, I think John's a great human being. I really do. But then you also, and previously has said that Katie would be, you know, somebody that you would holler at. <laughs> you barely know John. The bro code is if I know you as a homie, but you don't even know John like that. So you still want to go holler well, at Katie? Well, he, he seems like more of like an acquaintance, not, yeah, he's not necessarily acquaintance, like, not a, a, you know. like a homie homie. It's, you know, it's... The world is strange. So let's see what happens with the world. <laughs> all is fair. I love it. War. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. So, so wait. So speaking of like your friends and your family, like what did they think about you going on the show? Do they think you were crazy? Do they think 
You didn't need this. What was, what was going on there? They were like, you know what? You have fun. You know, I come from an artistic family. Um, you know, like my mom has an Instagram where she called um, the Mask Hatter, where basically she started during the pandemic, where she wears masks and cool hats. And like, that's like her Nothing thing. Like her she like one every day. She go viral. And <laughs> it, it, I mean, ish, ish. Like it's like viral for like the Upper West Side, New York, but like not internationally viral. But um, she comes from there. My dad's an artist painter. And, you know, honestly, it's like my mom was like, you do it. She's like, I don't want to do hometowns. My sister's like, I don't want to do hometowns. But my dad, who's like this crazy, kooky French painter, is like, yes, have them come. Maybe I'd paint them. It'd be fantastic. And so, you know, like he would have been, he would have won. Another reason, if I had been in Europe, you know, hometowns would have been really close for me, you know? I can He's imagine. actually living in Brussels now. Could have just stopped by over there, you know, had some beer, had a good time. Roby, paint a picture for us. What would have hometowns look like for you? What would hometowns look like for me? Um, honestly, it's not so much about the hometown. It's about the chance of being one-on-one, -on -one, continuing those conversations, getting to know that person. This guy needs to be back on the show. I'm <laughs> loving you. <laughs> Who knows, man? People have, people have gone on multiple seasons. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so would you do Bachelor in Paradise? Because I'm about to start a campaign for you. A hundred percent. Just give me like three months notice so I can get the abs back. Because Bro, like, man, you both. <laughs> hey, like man. They, they, they were there for the show. I'm not quite at like the level of some of the other guys, but like it's like I was not eating the week before the show. But Roby, uh, Roby you got to stay ready to not so you don't have to get ready. There you go. That yeah, is the motto. Yeah. <laughs> Roby, this That's is coming fair. from a guy who like his abs are impeccable. They look better than Batman. And so Stop don't it. even listen Stop to Brian. It, we're not going to be able to get on that level, Roby. Like, it just won't happen. But I ha I got to know. So you going back, you know, you said your sister and your mom were like, look, I ain't trying to be a part of the hometown. My father said that as well. So I understand that. What was like your initial reaction finding out that Gabby and Rachel both would be the Bachelorette this season? Was that scary for you? It was, no, not scary. It was more, um, well, first of all, just, you know, I, I like statistics. And if you think about it, if you're going to a house with like 35 guys and one girl, you've got like a one out of 35 chance. You know, just by having two women, you already it's double your statistics of finding love chances. You know, it's two, two out of 35. So you're in a little bit of a better place. So I was interested in that. And, you know, I also went into it when, you know, I was being interviewed and talking about the show. Uh, People will be like, do you think like you're going to go there and find love? And I, what I said is I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, like I'm not somebody who's like, I am for sure going to find love or I know that this is going to be the person. Because it's like, you know, I've gone on like so many dating app dates and, you know, it's like statistically, you know, it's not so many of them hit hard. So it's like, will this happen with that person? And I'm like, you know what? Again, as I said before, both beautiful, charming women and statistically, like you're just doubling your odds. And I was open to it, optimistic. It didn't happen, unfortunately. But, uh, dude, I am yeah. loving you. Thank you. Were you attracted initially to one over the other? Like, I mean, I, I know we talked about this earlier, but did you have, like, were you in, intentional in going after one or were you just open to both? I was open to both. I was open to both. I think that, um, uh, Gabby and I meshed a little bit more on the humor, um, mm -hmm. sense of things. And I think that, that that's very important. But, uh, you know, <laughs> This is a thing I said, and it's kind of funny, you know, it's like you have literally a cheerleader nurse and like a pilot. And that is like 90% yes. of the porn I watched when I was 14. You know? 
You and Katie definitely meet each other. Yes, definitely. Oh, God. Definitely. I am, I am. This is my guy right here. This guy is hilarious. I love you. Oh, so, <laughs> can we just take a moment? I'm over in silence for that. <laughs> I, I'm loving that. So, you met them both. We know what they do for a living. You're, you know, your your 14 year old self is definitely in love with both of their career choices. What did you think after meeting them? Again, it was so fast. It was a whirlwind. I thought that they were super nice, super lovely. I wish I'd gotten to know them better, you know? Like, where do you feel things went wrong? The fact that you went home night one, I mean. I think the biggest issue was the fact that I did not have, I had a one on two. And again, it's like, if you're in that situation and the power is in their hands, you know, and it's like, I don't know which one of them liked me more and which one didn't. And, you know, I guess they didn't know which one of them I liked more and didn't. And so, you know, if you're sitting with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, you can kind of, like I said, feel that chemistry or not. But when you're dealing with two people, you can't really be putting on the moves, you know? It's like not like I'm going to be having a conversation with two people and then just reach over and grab one of their hands because that would just be, like, awkward as fuck. So I, yeah. I, 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 curse on this? I mean, Roby, yeah, sure, why not? So we why not? Talk it out here, Some baby. people do it, Roby. You can curse them. Some people. Just a few, a few. I'll, get, I'll have three for the entire interview, just, you know? So I have one in, you know? Got two more at some random point. Now, you're, you're perfectly fine with, it, with the, uh, the the French the French words. So we mean this in the nicest way possible. But Roby, I have to know: Does your magic usually play well with the ladies? Is that your go-to? What we saw on TV. It, honestly, first of all, I had so much magic ready down the line, which was actually <laughs> magic. Like the stuff we missed out. I, we missed out on all the magic, we Mike. Out on Fun stuff. You missed out on. I do a thing. I eat nails, you know. And I was like planning. I was just imagining just eating, you know, like being in the room with the guys and the guys being like, oh, like they're on a date with blah 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 blah. I wonder what they're doing. And I just been there eating my nails casually, like nails, like like hardware, like like this type of nail, you know, not not like fingernails, um, you know. And I I just thought that would have been fun. And I had this amazing trick basically where I light a candle. And then, you know, I can keep my hand in the flames. Um, then I would ask the bachelorette to put her hands in the flames, and it's obviously too hot. But then if I grabbed her other hand, she could keep her hands in the flames. Oh, and bro, I would have let her see that one. We missed yeah, out, man. Did, America you know? missed out. Could you, you make like, the line you could have said with that would have been phenomenal. Right? Like, yeah. Oh. Could you make guys disappear? Like, like, could you have played a <laughs> prank that we could have seen, like, later on down the line where you, like, fucked with these guys at all? That's, you know, I think there's, that's like, talk, talk of the, that's more of a mafia trick than a, than a magic <laughs> trick. Mafia there you trick. go. Uh, there more you go. Mafia trick. So, so what went through your mind, dude, when obviously they came through, Jesse's like, listen, the rose ceremony is canceled. Did you think you were in trouble at that point? I, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was, I went into this kind of, again, this is, I hate like bragging about myself, but me and this other guy were the two tallest guys there. I like felt pretty good about the physique. Are you and Nate the same height? Yeah, I think we were both 6'4". Okay, so y'all same, okay. Uh, yeah. And, which is funny, because I was like reading the comments when people looked at my original picture and they're like, oh, this Hobbit. I'm like, I'm 6'4", I'm not a Hobbit. <laughs> this <laughs> called Hobbit. you the Hobbit. It, it, it's a part of it now, man. You just, you guys yeah. gotta laugh at that stuff. I'm 5'7", oh, yeah. no, online apparently. This is kind of funny, Um, but, uh. I also, from what I know, I was the most educated there too. I mean, I graduated from Princeton, 
you know, like it was like I was like I felt like I had a lot to offer, you know, and like I speak fluent French. So I went in pretty confident and I thought the magic went well. You know, I I read a lot of books, as you can see. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bro, you are so interesting. Can we I want to go back, right? Pre bachelor, pre to being six, yeah. four, being, you know, speaking French, pre being a hobbit <laughs> to some yeah. uh, some people's eyes and being all these different things. All right. So I'm in the womb. Yeah, we start like, you know, a couple years after that. <laughs> Fast forward. Just like a quick glimpse of your Yeah, life. like how did you grow up? Like what was your your upbringing like? So I grew up in kind of a weird mixture of New York, Los Angeles, France. Um, I had kind of a bi-coastal mom for work. And um, my father, you know, they separated when I was like around 11 and he moved back to France. So I was just kind of bouncing around everywhere. Going to all my schooling prior to college was in French schools. So I went to Lycée Français de New York and then Lycée Français de Los Angeles. The biggest change being I went from a blue tie to a red tie. Um, <laughs> you know, I uh, I have a, a sister who was a, a fairly successful actress back in the day. She's completely out of that world now. And she's just a loving mom and uh, probably doesn't even want me talking about her right now because she just wants to not be in that public eye anymore. But that being said, because of her being in the public eye when I was a child, I got to kind of spend all this time traveling to movie sets with her and having weird experiences where like I was living in the Czech Republic for three months, you know, um, and kind of like being with a tutor and going on these crazy journeys and going back to horsing, you know, like it was like uh, going back to horses. Sorry. The question is like, uh, you know, what am I going to do for three months in the Czech Republic? There was like a trait, a trick, a stunt riding training academy, um, like right out of Praha. And like, that was one of like the places when he spoke about English. So I'm like, I'm going to go and do that for three months, you know? And so a lot of cool, weird, bizarre journeys and advantages. And I don't know, kind of, I've, honestly, I've had a pretty good, pretty good life, you know, not, not really a sob story to say. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I find that so many times when people come onto a reality show, it's almost that we want as the audience to hear what that sob story is. But I find it really fascinating when someone is not necessarily has a sob story but someone that is well cultured at such a young age as you are and by being cultured so cultured as you are Roby, do you find that that it's hard to interact with people at times or do you find that it's way easier because you know so many different types of people it's it's a bit of both that's an excellent question i um I've described myself before as a chameleon and that sounds so cheesy and i kind of hate it but it's also kind of true because I've always, you know, I've been too nerdy to be a jock and too jockey to be a nerd and, you know, like too artistic to be a tech guy and too techy to be the artist. And I'm always a little bit, you know, I have a one foot in each side. And so it's like you can put me with the broest of bros and I will hang out with them and bro it hard. Or you can put me at the Dungeons and Dragons convention and I'll be there as well, you know. And but I'll never fully be that main stereotypical version of whatever it is that is. So speaking of a awesome. chameleon, like how did you get along with the rest of the guys? Like, did you make friends out, off the show? I mean, it's, did you connect again, with them in any was, way? Honestly, all the guys were like, I went into it being like, who's going to be the villain? And, hmm. you know, I don't know what's going to happen in further episodes, but every guy I met there was super nice, super charming, super kind. I had a blast hanging out with them. And, uh, I feel like I could have made some really good friends if I had been around for longer. 
But again, it was so, so short. I actually got along really well with the twins. They were really funny and sweet. And we had a lot in common. Um, well, you had a lot of comedy both going home. I'm sorry. I, yeah, also, I had to you're say not wrong. I had to. You're not wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, we were, well, we were, we were stuck in the, in the angry limo ride together at home. Everybody was sweet. Everybody was kind. I, I got no negativity to say about anyone. I want to go into the, the to the magic because you are a full time musician. Is correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. You got to call me, sir, homie. I appreciate that. Uh, you. So one of my friends, he was a bachelor, Peter Weber. He did some magic. I'm, sh I'm sure you can like. Dustin, with your magic as since you do this full time, and you actually might be the very first magician to grace our screens. When did you start to learn magic, and when did you know that you wanted to do this full time? I think you know. Uh, first of all, it's funny. I think I am the first magician on it. Um, two seasons back, or three seasons back, I was watching it. The season before Katie's season, I was watching it, and right. some guy came out in a straight jacket. And I'm like, God damn it, another magician. And then he just stayed in the straitjacket the entire night. That was a trick. Yeah, yeah. That was a trick. Um, but honestly, magic, it's it's everybody has the same story. It's, you know, I everybody has received that box of magic as a child. And magicians are those who didn't put that box away. Because, you know, we've all, there's all been a Christmas or a Hanukkah or, or Kwanzaa where somebody's received like that box. And... I'm sure you both have had that box at some moment in your life and like, or, or a trick deck or whatever, but I just continued with it my entire life and just always loved it. And it was kind of a hobby and a passion, which somehow turned into a job. And I've had wonderful opportunities uh, because of it. I've got to travel around the world. I've got to perform in amazing places such as, you know, Rwanda, the Great Wall of China. I've got to awesome. go on. I've got to go. I've got to work for David Blaine. I went on two national 40, wow. 50 tours with David, David Blaine. Blaine. Nice. Um, That's awesome. I've got I've got to do some, uh, actually, I've got to do some movie consulting as well for it. So I was actually like the site of hand consultant for uh, the latest Harley Quinn movie. So was there like a yeah. point where you knew it's like, holy shit, like, I, I, I'm good at this. Like, what was that like one like light bulb moment in your magic career? It's kind of, uh, I don't know, but it's like one moment. It's just like a slow, it's a slow progression. It's a slow buildup, you know, it's. You get all that information, and then when does that confidence come from? I'm like, you're a doctor, right? Yeah. You know? And it's like probably the first – when you started, you know, like probably in your undergrad when you were pre-med, you were – you know, like you knew a little bit more about health than the average bear. But, you know, it's – once you start learning those questions, people start asking you for medical advice, right? And there's probably a moment – there's a lot of moments where you're like, I don't really know. I don't really know. And then suddenly there's that moment kind of where you start to having more I knows than I don't know. And it's, it's not really an instantaneous moment, but just kind of all those times connecting together and creating. And practice, basically, just yeah. you repetitive practice. Yeah. yeah that that 10,000 hours of work, you know? Yeah. Serious. 10,000 hours of serious thing. Do you have a favorite magician? Uh, that's, you know, it's, it's people like to say that. And it's, uh, you know, a mentalist is not an escape artist. An escape artist is not a close-up guy. You true. know, it's a coin guy. It's not really a card guy. Uh, luckily, I've been privileged, again, to spend a lot of time with David Blaine and, uh, you know, learn a lot through osmosis and kind of, honestly, he's a huge inspiration for me. And so I've been very lucky to kind of meet my inspiration. You know, like watching his special street magic on TV as a kid was probably one of the things that really pushed me into being a magician and just loving it. So 
I got to say, he's a favorite. He's also the magician who's paid me the most of my life. So he's the favorite for that too, you know? <laughs> when, when, when your rent is covered from somebody hiring you, you know? I don't know how, I like, I don't know if people have seen this, but have you, I'm sure you've seen the clip where he's around all the celebrities and the frogs come out of his mouth. How? Yeah. How? What <laughs> yeah. the hell is that? How is that I know done? All the things. I Do you know how it. that's done? Like, you know, the intricacies of that trick? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. You know, it's like I was living on the tour bus with the frog. Like the frogs were there, you know, like <laughs> this hanging is out. awesome. And this is very important. This was very important to say. Um, oh, the frogs. No one has ever died from doing that. No one has ever been hurt. And that's everybody's always afraid of that. Nothing. And those are spoiled frogs. Like, you know, like every day, like fresh crickets for them. We went, you know, like they were in like a container. Like we need them to have a nicer container. And then randomly we we found um I actually befriended this woman who was in charge of like this like natural history museum. Like she was doing the like exhibits there. And so I'm like, hey, we need like a cool container. And so this lady literally built us this amazing museum quality, like portable aquarium type thing for the frogs. Those are, those are some cool frogs. They they've had some spoiled. Those are some, some cool frogs. <laughs> those are some it's, cool frogs. It's fun. Wow. Is there a a, a trick that you've seen and i say trick i'm talking about everything under the umbrella right yeah that you've seen that you said how the hell and you just can't get it yet that like, like that's next it. level type shit right there yeah it's you know i've i'm at that point where 98 percent of time i see magic and i know immediately how it's done and then the two percent of time it's not that i am really really fooled but it's more so but i'm like kind of just missed a beat somewhere you know but uh i love being fooled it's it's wonderful that's why penn and teller are that show fool us it's just wonderful to like when you know it so well to like have something hit you in a way you didn't expect i like to hearken it to um like if you're a ballet dancer and you're watching a ballet um you know like i might be like oh that's a beautiful jump or that's a thing but like somebody else would be like oh that pas de deux is blah 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 and so it's interesting there's a different artistic appreciation that comes about than in the same it's like you guys are watching it and you're you're being entertained by having your minds blown versus i'm like looking at the oh wow was that that was very funny that move was done in a beautiful manner you know like that's really expertity and so i'm just looking at different things but enjoying it just as much if not more roby could you do a quick magic trick for us sure Disgusting or not disgusting? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, let's you gotta discuss. This is audio and visual. Gotta discuss. What, whatever the the audience will enjoy more. Can you guys see this thread? Thread is it, is it visible? Uh, no, we uh, can, I can but not see it. it. Barely. Barely. Okay. Uh, there you go. Can kind of see the thread. I'm gonna bunch it up. You can see it. Yes. 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 I see it in your hand. Yes. So for those listening, he is chugging some water right now. Wait, he, he put the thread in the his mouth. Up. The yes. thread, put the thread in his string mouth. in his mouth and is drinking water. This is on the spot too. <laughs> it's a long thread. Mm-hmm. Now I'm showing my mouth empty. The thing is, thread is almost scared to me. Like I said, I, ch- I chew nails. When you chew nails, like it's like when I swallow them, I maintain them over here. 
And so I can almost feel the weight. But the thread, I'm always scared that it's going to get tangled up in some way. Actually, I got a doctor here. Like, I should be afraid from swallowing thread, right? Or not really? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know too much about that, but I wouldn't be swallowing thread. Okay. Then let's see the thing. I'm going to try to do this. So let me camera up. Again, I wish you guys were here because it's more fun as a medical doctor to do this. Um, coming down. Because I would have you, um, can you guys see? This is actually real skin. I wish I wish you would check it out. But I believe you. Tell me. Wait, are you pulling that out of your... No, this dude did not just do that in front of our faces. Wow. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this man has pulled this string thread of thread swallowed. out of a a hair follicle in his lower abdomen. He swallowed there. thread. And there's no blood. There's no nothing. There's no, like, there's not fake skin. There's no rubber cement. None of that stuff. How did you do this in front of our faces? Wow, I'm dumbfounded. That was amazing. He's been on camera the entire time. I know. Like, <laughs> there's the, that was amazing. Did you, you anticipate know, that we would we would ask you to do a trick? The magician's always prepared. There we go. I love it. Hey, so you understand, yeah. uh, Brian, with the ass. He stays ready. Yeah. Doesn't have to get ready yeah, there. We'll show you a little bit of this, too, if you want to. What is that, a coin? What did you see? These are, these are nails. Oh, these are nails. Oh, wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, dentist, he's sure swallowing nails. Sure. Taking a little swig, swallowing nails. They're not dissolving in the water. If you I'm, I'm going to... Roby, you're 100% going on Bachelor in Paradise. I don't care who I got to talk to. You're going. <laughs> Make it happen. I will. I don't know how. I'm nobody. But you are going. <laughs> he literally just swallowed nails, ladies so and gentlemen. Weird. <laughs> is that going to come out of your abdomen too? No. What are you doing? Oh God, he's got a box of nails oh. now. He's I can't eating, imagine being your parent as he's your eating kids this practicing like popcorn. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh You went home way too See, soon. See, this is what we missed on the show. Come on, I'm mad America. at Gabby and Rachel now. Come on, <laughs> America missed out on this. Okay, maybe not this part. This isn't the most uh, sexual thing to look at. <laughs> Man has a mouthful of, of metal nails, nails right now. Yeah. Now, is that alkaline water? Is that is that spring water? Is, <laughs> is the water matter? It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's gargling the nails. We've never had Anyways. someone gargle on top of you now. So that's alkaline water, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I have a filter on this thing that I set up. It, make, it makes the nails go down better. Yeah, you know, it does. It does. And I do. I do. Uh, these are galvanized nails, so they don't rust, which is kind of kind of good. That's good. All right. So where are the nails now? What happens to the nails? They're here until I bring them up. Oh, okay. No, we're gonna. So we're you gonna, just we're gonna regurgitate the nails? Yeah. No, I want to leave them there. And I want to continue with the pot in the episode. <laughs> and then we're just randomly going to say, hey, nails. <laughs> well, no, no, that's, it happens. It, like, I sometimes, like, they just keep coming back. Oh, right? and you don't, it's like, it settles, it's like a cough, you know? 
from now on, it's actually I don't have full full control when they come up. It's it's just more of like I feel them. Like oh, it's it's bothering me. It's got to come up. Fair. I I'm wow. glad that you do that. <laughs> so glad that you do that. How wait? How many nails did you just swallow? That was a good twenty nails. I feel like like rough yeah. more. I wasn't counting, you know, it's just more shoving them in, you know, it's like if I were to ask you how many, like, how many Skittles did you eat? You don't know, you know, when you start doing stuff. My man, Roby, just compared eating nails to eating Skittles. Yeah. Well, again, imagine that. Imagine that, though. Like, and again, you guys aren't here in person, but imagine me being there in the Bachelor Mansion with all the dudes and just like doing this, you know, that would have been those reactions. Oh, you would have been my roommate. Oh, you would have been my roommate yeah. for sure on the show. So, Roby, what's next for you, man? What well, we just have to know. You're so fascinating. Oh, thank you. Um, just, you know, I'm just, I'm performing nonstop, you know. I'm in L.A. doing shows, private events, corporate events. Um, that's my job. That's my life. I'm still looking for love. I'm still single. So, you know, at Roby Sobieski on Instagram, send in the DMs. <laughs> if you were to go on Paradise, I mean, obviously the season isn't done airing yet, but I mean, from everybody that you've seen in Bachelor Nation, would you go for somebody on Bachelor in Paradise in particular? Or anybody do you and like to get to know a little bit better? I just, I'm very like, I don't think I've met somebody until I've had that chat, you know? And again, there's a lot of beautiful, intelligent, fascinating women out there. But, uh, you know, there's, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see if I get brought back. I was, um, so speaking of the, uh, I forget her name, but I thought the uh, the Harvard medical doctor was super beautiful. Um, she was the one, uh, Kira. Yeah. Yes. But okay. She, she came out and whatever. I'm like, she came out in London. I'm like, okay, you look good, Kira. You know, and whatever. I'm like, and she did not stay on her season long enough. I was like, I'm like, this girl is a Harvard doctor who looks like that, and you're sending her home. Princeton um, magician. Harvard doctor. Hey, listen, you never know. I, say, I might need somebody to save me from eating these nails, you know? Like... <laughs> Talking about that, can you can you take out the nails now? Oh. It comes back little by little. It's not going to be the full thing. So it's a so slow, you, it's oh a slow regurgitation. Do so those not like stab your esophagus? Like a little like, bit, right? I can only I can only get the first layer back up as well, like on TV, because the second layer is going to get a little bit more bile on it, and so I'm, I'm not going to do that. So you're only going to get the first layer of nails coming up. Wow, this is this is fascinating. That's crazy. Well, Roby, I, while you have nails stuck in your mouth, there's a little segment <laughs> we do on here on Talking It Out called "No, It's Just Dropping Gems." I would yeah. love for you to what's your best gem that you have for us in our audience today? It's um. I lost somebody uh, important to me um, during the pandemic. Um, and I, I think about that person often. Uh, he's a wonderful man. His name was Captain. And, you know, I, I, I heard something which was everybody dies twice. The first time you die is when you physically die. And the second time you die is the last time somebody stops talking about you. And so, you know, even now by talking about him, he's still kind of alive a little bit. And I think that's an important thing to know. You know, when you lose someone, just keep them in your hearts, keep them in your minds and never stop like saying stories because that's Love that, that's man. a powerful way for people to say a lot. I appreciate that. that. Thank you for yeah, saying I appreciate that. you for saying that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
I'm, 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 on the, I'm on the I'm on the bandwagon to petition for you to be on Justice Paradise for, for Roby. Seriously, Justice, Justice for Roby. Justice. Uh, well, I gotta say, I like Magic King. That's that's the title that I'm liking. Justice for the Magic King. I'm like oh, that's kind of like go. I kind of like that. That's kind of I did not create that. But I'm it's, like it. it's I'm like okay, that's kind Listen, of like, okay. I'll be the Magic you, you need King. to get up on that trademark is what you need to do yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Magic King. Like after this episode. <laughs> like right, it's happening right now. Um, <laughs> side note, speaking of, oh my god, the DMs I'm already getting though are, are like hilarious. Really? Oh, like, let's, let's, hey, yeah, it, 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 indulge us. Indulge yeah, us with these DMs. Well, I, I assume that everybody kind of gets the thirsty DMs and there's only like, they're probably saying the same stuff, but because I'm a magician, I'm getting all these like weird, like kind of magic DMs. And it's <laughs> kind of really funny. It's like, usually people expect the, the like guys to send the messages, but I'm getting like, like, Aloha Mara, like, I hope you like Perry Potter because I want you to open my legs, you know? Like, and I'm like, okay. Um, one was, what was the other one? I want you to break all my bones and wear, and then wear, and then wear me like the magic hats. And I'm like, I, Damn, I don't, what am I supposed like... to do with like a boneless hat? But no. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that one. That's... No. Uh, oh man! Well, What's, what the DMs yeah. are popping. The DMs are. I bet you can make my clothing disappear. Blah blah blah. So it's, it's kind of it is. It is very entertaining. Bet you know, can make so. my disappear. <laughs> Shout out your IG right quick so they can find you. It's Roby R O B Y. So B is in boy. Y Sobieski. S is in Sam. O is in octopus. B is in boy. I is in India. E is in echo. S is in Sam. K is in king. Magic king. I is in India. Um, if you just type Roby so it's usually enough. I'll be there in like the black and white picture hanging out. Love that man. I well, foresee uh absolutely fascinating magical future in your life. Magical. Yeah. I can see really I can magical. see you on like a big stage, huge crowd, like yes. yes. Running your own like show, that. your own you're the solo final act. I'm gonna be honest though. Big stage, big crowd. Those are fun. I do them. Like you know, like there's, there's literally a cut of person in half, like box over there. And, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's. I prefer the close-up stuff because you know when I, when you're on stage and you're watching a stage show, what's your thought? The box is tricked. You know, like they have identical twins. You know, like maybe I can get the twins to help me out, um, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're holding on to something, when you're holding on to the deck of cards, and it changes into a crystal box, and you've been holding it that entire time. To me, that's more powerful, you know, because it's like we live in a world where, you know, like it's just people don't believe in magic anymore. Honestly, I don't believe in magic. I'm a very can logical you, person, you know. Can you I, take but, a nail out? But, oh my god, this is crazy! <laughs> right? So I don't believe in it myself, but literally I just I, having a conversation and a nail comes out of his mouth from <laughs> from deep down in his chest cavity. So um, but yeah, I just, especially when you're up close and that thing happens, it's, it's my moment. It's a chance for me to get people to feel like they're children again. You know, yes. I was filed that when I was eight, people were like, when do you want to grow up? Like, when, what do you want to do when you're an adult? And I'm like, I don't want to grow up. Like I got it good. I don't pay taxes. Uh, you know, all I get, like my work is going to school. So I'm just like, my life is learning. That's amazing. You know, I hang out with my friends, I play soccer, you know, I, and I think that we all like should remember those moments because that's really what's beautiful. It's just, you know, like enjoying life for what, what it is. And I'm lucky enough that I have a job where I get to 
kind of break the mundane for even that little one minute where suddenly reality isn't quite what it seems. Gravity isn't quite what you remembered, you know? And I get to give immense joy and pleasure from that. And that's very pleasurable for me as, as well to kind of get to share that experience. Rogan, I'm speaking this to existence now. When we do a, a tour, a Talking It Out tour, you have to be there. Like, I'd love to be like, there. But thank you so much for being here today on Talking It Out. I think that you were truly freaking magical. And uh, I can't wait to Literally. see you on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> There's another nail. Another nail. Yeah, There's another nail. Another Who knows? I just want to stick around. I just, I feel like you, we only got to see, I only got to share the tip of the iceberg and there's a lot more. And I appreciate you guys giving me the time to talk and kind of show a bit more of myself. And you just both seem like genuine, sweet, kind, intelligent dudes. And I just had a blast. So thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on, man. I'm sure there will be way more uh, opportunity for you to speak in your near future. <laughs> Perfect. Brian, how did you feel about having Roby on? Oh, man. He was, he's an interesting dude, man. I mean, we talked about his time on The Bachelorette, but then he did these magic tricks, man. He was literally swallowing nails. My, my swallowing man, nails. Yes, my man genuinely were swallowing nails. And then he on took cue a, to take them out. Yeah, just spits them cue. out. Like regurgitates them, spits them out. He took the string out of his hair follicle and his lower abdomen. That was insane. Um, very interesting guy. Seems very cultured, smart guy. And uh, yeah, man, I think uh, America missed out. I'd agree. He, he needs more. I wish the girls would have gave him, you know, yeah, maybe a couple more, more weeks at least. But, right. But I, I say that. But at the same time, it's all about like that connection. Right. Yeah. Be a yeah. Great the spark wasn't being, there not for the two of them. So absolutely. I just want to say that I want to see the magic. Uh, when it comes to the sparks flying, when it comes to the love in the air, the magic in the air, when it comes to Bachelor in Paradise with Broby next summer. Absolutely. Who knows? Maybe he, maybe he'll slide into Katie's DMs. I don't he know. We'll see. Like, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely so. We'll see. I can't wait for it, though. Oh, man. Great interview with Roby. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And don't forget, guys, you can watch the new episodes coming out weekly of The Bachelorette every single Monday at 8 p.m. on ABC or Hulu. You always know we love to hear your opinions, your stories, your insights. Even if you have some magic tricks as well, let us know. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking Out, B as in Bachelor, N as in Nation on IG. And as always, so don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Let's host some Odyssey app or reach your podcast. And baby, don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. We love y'all. See y'all next week.